Welcome to another episode of Constructive Interference with your hosts, Alexander Steigerwald and myself, Cheyenne Raison. We're here to explore, put simply, electronics and music through a variety of genres, including those that are purely electronic and those that find a way to incorporate electronic instrumentation. Coming at you from opposing coasts of DC and LA, let's get into it. Hey there, Alex. What's up, Cheyenne? How's it going? Good, man. Happy to be here with you. Happy to be here, too, for our first episode of Constructive Interference. Episode 001. Feels great. Yes, sir. All right, so let's dive into it. Our format of our show essentially is us going into songs that we enjoy that are heavily influenced by electronic elements or electronic instruments and just different facts about that artist and even maybe that genre of electronic music. Sure. Maybe a few anecdotes here and there. Also, at the end of every episode, we're going to include a mashup that we curate for you guys, which is essentially we input two songs into a website by the name of rave.dj, which has an algorithm to mash up two songs. And our songs will be incorporated with a video as well. We will post this video on our YouTube channel, our Instagram, which is Constructive Interference, our Facebook, which is Constructive Interference. So go check out our pages. Also, our own monikers for these pages, myself would be Oogie Blue, and Alex's would be... Dynamic Lemon Wedge OG Flavor. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, you can go check out either of our pages as well to get any new information about the podcast or things we're doing in our own daily lives. First off is Alex with his first two songs. Wow, what a blessing. Okay. Um, I'll be starting off today with a track by the artist named ISON. It's an acronym, I-S-A-N, for Integrated Salamander Analog Network, which has a really fun story behind it. The album itself that this song is on is called Salamander. I want to say a little bit about this artist, Ryan, if that's okay. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. I'm listening. I have no clue who ISON is, so keep I'm listening. One of my favorites in terms of like down-tempo, mellow, kind of relaxing music, absolutely one of my favorites. Right up there with Boards of Canada and such. But the Integrated Salamander Analog Network is two friends from England. They're a duo. And they started making music when they went to a flea market. Well, this is what they said. I don't know how much is true, but they said they went to this flea market, saw a gentleman pull up in a pickup truck with a bunch of old synthesizers and drum machines in the back. They got the lot for some like few hundred pounds or whatever. And when they got home and started looking at the machines, which were apparently very dusty, dirty, whatever, been sitting in the garage or something, they uh, were curious how the internals were. They opened them up and say that they found in certain machines families of beetles spiders and such and one of the machines apparently had a family of salamanders running around the internals and these were old analog synthesizers and drum machines hence the name the integrated salamander analog network (laughs) okay (laughs) but they eventually moved apart well they recorded their first album in close proximity to each other and decided to start moving around europe and continued to make music via long distance collaboration much like uh, you and I here on Constructive Interference. That's a great anecdote. (laughs) (laughs) Cool, guys. I hope uh, y'all enjoy some mellow little glitchy tunes. And after that will be D. 
DJ Shadow, legendary, legendary DJ with that MPC in his collection of vinyls. This is off the What Does Your Soul Look Like EP, which is four parts, all titled What Does Your Soul Look Like. This will be part one, entitled Blue Sky Revisit. I don't know what else to say about DJ Shadow. If anyone knows how an MPC functions and you can imagine the work that goes into creating the type of music he makes using nothing but records and an MPC, it's just something something profound. He's incredibly good at it. Well, his album introducing was the first fully sampled album. Are you serious? That is a fact I have not heard. I am 95% sure. Yeah, it's the first fully sampled LP. Uh, at least acclaimed and yeah it's 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 amazing you it's really good album it's just through and through there's not a there's not a lull in it whatsoever oh yeah definitely one you can listen through all the way no problem all right well let's uh let's get into this still blue i'm gonna cue it up right now brilliant let's hear it oh there it is (laughs) yeah nice
<laughs> I was about to say wow too. <laughs> Seriously. That's just that song can get you going during a midnight drive or just simply be some studying music. And wow, the, just the soundscape of that track. Very much different than the first one. The first one's very bare. You, you honestly only have like four or five elements throughout the whole first track. It's just like bass, like a couple drum hits and like some like yeah. frequencies here and there. Yeah, there's a couple very short scattered vocal samples as well. But yeah, no real movement. The DJ Shadow is heavily produced. That's just a wall of sound. Yeah, and it has has motion to the song too as in you know, it, it changes, it advances, it has a feeling of moving forward. My next songs are way more poppy. One being Grimes who either you know her for music or you know her for dating Elon Musk. What? Oh, you never knew that? No, I had no idea. <laughs> she dated Elon <laughs> Musk like a year or two ago. And everyone was like, who's Grimes? Who's Grimes? And they're just like big Elon followers, you know? Huh. And, then, and then they broke it off. But yeah, they went to like, a, I think the Met Gala, the one in New York. The like yeah. Where everybody shows off their wonderful outfits. Yeah. And they always have like a theme. Mm-hmm. Like every year. Yeah, I think they showed up like last year or the year before. So everyone's like, oh, who's this girl? But That makes Grimes. me very curious. <laughs> oh, yeah. You got to look into that one. Yeah. So, yeah, I've got Grimes and then I've got Jai Paul, who's like really oddly famous, too. But you probably wouldn't know who that person is unless I've told you about him. Me? I actually do not know. Grimes is this Canadian musician, producer who does synth pop. Some people call it witch pop when she first came out. Spooky. Very witchy vocals because she started off in like 2010, 2011. People really weren't used to the sound. I bought myself a vinyl record when I was living with you in Olympia, Washington. Actually, I sold that record because I think you guys made me feel stupid no, for listening to her. I'm so honestly. sorry. It's fine. It might have not specifically been you. It might have been our group of friends just in, in general. You know you know how it is amongst friends. Sometimes you're just like, oh, that artist is not the jam. I'm sorry if that was me. I hate to act like that. No, it's all good. But yeah, I sold the record because I was, I was like, I'm not a Grimes fan. <laughs> I really was. I really, <laughs> I really did enjoy the album. Was it this album here? Yeah, it's Visions. And I, think, I believe it's their second lp or a third and uh the song off of it we're gonna play is oblivion which i do personally jam to all the time i remember watching a kexp which is a seattle radio station live session of her she's sitting on the floor and uh, the biggest thing i took away from it was just her sitting on the floor with all these instruments and when I mean instruments, I mean electronic instruments. So, for example, a Roland keyboard, a Roland delay slash reverb machine, a Mackie mixer, all this different stuff, and with like her microphone. And she's just sitting there, so quaint, so nice, and just performing her track. And just it was just really, it was something I really hadn't seen personally. It obviously it was being done by others. Was she one of your first steps into electronic music? Oh no, not at all. But she definitely like more of the weirder stuff. Um, 
She's got a new album coming out, uh, Miss Anthropocne, February 21st, 2020. Kind of hinting at this album forever. She says that the label has been giving her problems with it. Uh, sounds like a common theme with a lot of artists nowadays that the label is giving them a lot of backlash. Next song is by Jai Paul talking about labels messing with them. <laughs> uh, he didn't have a label mess with him, but the song we're going to listen to is a leaked project. He actually hadn't released any music for seven years. Okay. People were constantly, I guess, hacking his network or his label's network and stuff like that and leaking the stuff that he was working on. Fans and other critics had a theories that him and his label were actually doing this systematically. Interesting. But he was pretty frustrated with this, saying, like, if, if anyone knows the type of person I am, like, I wouldn't do this. This isn't, like, I'm actually really frustrated that my music keeps getting leaked. So, yeah, he just took it upon himself to finally just say to hell with it. And he released literally an, uh, an album called Leak 04-13 Bait Ones. Probably some project on one of the computers that he's got laying around that's been leaked a hundred times. Right, yeah, even the track title here, Zion Wolf Theme. Hyphen unfinished. Unfinished. Yeah. Most of the tracks cool. on the most of the tracks on the album, quote unquote unfinished. I had never heard anything from this guy. He had a couple singles out. And the singles don't do exactly what the leak does for me. But this album, just like uh what he's the sounds that he's doing, he's doing a lot of uh sample based stuff like DJ Shadow. He also sings on top of it. He's probably using a lot of the same sort of gear Grimes is using with the delay reverb in terms of hardware pretty interesting producer and musician are there vocals uh with him as well yeah yeah, yeah. he's singing okay cool okay let's get you want to get it. into it yeah 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 <laughs>
rad man definitely into it yeah yeah funky little vibe yeah uh supposedly his him and his brother produced for a lot of people in england and yeah they're probably more famous over there than they are here but when this uh project got released it was a pretty big deal i don't know i just found the the instrumentation juxtaposed with his voice to be a rather unique sound it was it was different but cool yeah yeah that's kind of all i got i'm gonna check him out further though that's for sure yeah my next tracks this first one rather ambient it's a gentleman by the name of nils petter molvar from norway i don't know i i did a little research on wikipedia in the past apparently he's renowned as a pioneer of the genre future jazz which i'm definitely not familiar with outside of his work you know, I know like acid jazz, which is, you know, like a combination of funky electronics and jazz. Apparently future jazz is just a combination of electronic music and jazz. Um, this track, the only real electronics besides electric guitar is a prominent theremin. Do you know how the theremin works, Jion? One of the original electronic instruments, like one of the, like it is literally just, it's magnetic waves and fields yeah magnetic fields and a pole and two poles two poles two axes yeah and your hands correct you got an x-axis and a y-axis or any animate object i guess yeah you're just obstructing the fields and it has feedback pretty interesting instrument if you have if you don't know what a theremin is definitely go on to youtube check it out it is an amazing sight uh, dude i wonder what people thought of when they first heard the theremin and um the wizard of oz oh no there's uh talks about that i, I think there's like a podcast explaining that I've, I've listened to it where uh they're just like super scared and stuff like that like yeah sounds. what is <laughs> yeah nobody probably i bet so many people watching that movie never heard a sound like that and they're seeing colored tv for the first time Anyways, yeah, Nils Peter Mulvar with his trumpet and his theremin, composing some very ambient music. And then Susumu Yokota, very prolific electronic musician. He has made so much music. So, so, so much music. Huh. I've, I've never heard of him. I suggest you do a little dive into him. You know, it took me years and years and years of being so fond of electronic music to actually discover him. Okay. I don't know why, but he's got just tons of music. I, I keep saying that, but it's crazy how much he's done in a variety of genres. He'll do classic acid with his 303, 606, 808, 101. And then he'll go ambient and he'll do hard techno. And this album is one of the crazier tangents he, he went off on. This album, Symbols, it's entirely composed of 
samples of classical music recordings. Okay. Not entirely, I shouldn't say. He does do some glitchy beats, you know, here and there. The reason I'm so fond of this one and playing this one in particular is because there's a violin melody dispersed throughout it of Claire de Lune by Debussy, which is just one of my favorite classical songs. Really gorgeous melody. Thank you. 
X. Thank you, brother. I I tend to like a lot of the really poppy stuff and then the a lot of the very heavy stuff. So, for example, my next track by Jamie XX called Tight is going to be very, very, I don't know, disco, poppy. But then after that, it's going to be Tom York with Don Chorus. And that's going to be really dark and heavy. So, I don't mm-hmm. know. Just like Boards of Canada's Don Chorus. Very dark, very heavy. Maybe they're related. We've got to look into that. Yeah, I'm curious if there's a correlation. So, I saw Jamie XX two weeks ago for the first time at Adult Swim Festival. It was a great time. Uh, thank you, KX93.5, for sending me. And yeah, they sent me out there to take pictures and enjoy my weekend. And I got to see Jamie XX, who I've idolized for a while now since he came out with his debut album, In Color. That album was nominated Britain's Album of the Year for Brit Choice Awards. He was spinning actual vinyl during his DJ set, which was amazing. He was killing it up there. I, I really can't say much more. Uh, he wasn't only playing the songs that he produced, which I really enjoy. He was incorporating other songs as well that you haven't heard from him, and you got to just enjoy him just doing a purely DJ set. Wicked. And yeah, he's collabed with a lot of really cool people. I think most notably Young Thug. Yeah, just all around great electronic music. If you go listen to that album, uh, it's got some very like lyric based stuff, but then there'll be a lot of droney ambient music too. He he uses all different types of machines, um, ranging from a Kai drum machines to Roland keyboards to your classic TR 808s and 909 to all different types of arrangers and effects. So he's, at least with his production, when it comes to his own music, he's experimenting a lot. I had to kind of end this episode with a legend. For real, Tom York. Him and his band Radiohead in terms of electronic music and electronic instruments have been innovators for years. This is one of his solo projects. It's his most recent one. This album was released along with a short film that was played on Netflix and select IMAX theaters. I happened to watch the film. It was very cool. Tom York starring in it with a young Japanese lady who may or may not be his lover. I don't know. But they act as lovers throughout the film. And it's very much uh, ambient dance. Not ambient dance. I said that wrong. Interpretive dance. (laughs) Interpretive themes. So a lot of just like, almost like ballet or sort of just like dancing schemes that it's a lot of you trying to extract the message through the visuals and what you're seeing less of a told story, but more of a just felt story. I don't think that many people appreciated the film. I thought it was pretty cool because I've always liked visual art alongside of music and these new platforms that we've got that are tangible to us. For example, Netflix, it's awesome to see that the short film was presented on Netflix as an entirety instead of just being like a quote-unquote series of music videos on YouTube or something like that. Almost a new way to expose your music. And mm-hmm. Wait, Who else was doing this before? What, what am I thinking of? Kanye West with that short film he did with uh, for My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Yes, and it has huge acclaim. Also, Beyonce mm-hmm. did it with Lemonade, which was a huge hit. 
Oh, I don't know that one. Entirety, yeah. The whole album is just like that as well. Wow. And, and uh, another person did it too, uh, Flying Lotus under the moniker Captain Mo- Murphy. Why am I bringing uh. Flying Lotus into this? One great guy. I saw him last two weeks ago too at uh, Adult Swim Festival. When I was doing my research, basically Tom York was expressing that he was having anxiety and depression and he had had a music break and what motivated him to create music again was actually watching flying Lotus perform live and using his loop machines and other instruments and whatnot. And uh, Tom York had been, has been experimenting in the electronic realm. So I guess it pushed him a little bit more to continue on with his journey of all that. This was his first album number one album on the dance and electronic charts that's very cool so with billboard so that's pretty amazing tom york would just send sprawling unfinished tracks to godrich which he would then edit those tracks into shorter samples and loops which then in turn tom york would write vocals over that's a cool process i just want to say uh as much as tom tom york is a legend which almost anybody who's a fan of his would agree, I think. I really appreciate the fact that he'll give those shout-outs to other artists, as you just mentioned, being inspired by Flying Lotus. It's not, or Flying Lotus, excuse me. It's not the first time he's come out and said things like that. You earlier said how him and Radiohead have been experimenting heavily in electronic music. It really started around the period of Kid A. And it was a he, great album. Oh, yeah. He particularly mentioned Apex Twin as being his main influence into the electronic realm. And before that, with albums uh, in Rainbows and such, he he attributed most of his guitar work. If you listen to that album, it's rather jazzy. He gave a big shout out to John Frusciante, the guitarist of the Chili Peppers, for his influence there. Huh. So it's all related somehow, you know? Flying Lotus is doing some pretty awesome things. electronic realm and he's got a really big label and the people that he he works with are doing great things so i don't see why tom york wouldn't be influenced and yeah it is awesome that he is humbled enough someone as big as tom york would never have to say that he was influenced by flying lotus would never have to you know there's no reason he has to explain any of his reasons to anyone but yeah for him to shout out someone else that isn't as famous is pretty cool to reiterate we've got hold tight by Jamie XX off the album In Color. And then we've got Don Chorus by Tom York off his album Anima.
crew, London crew.
Synthesizer birds. <laughs> that one deserves a chorus. Woo, Tom. Yeah, Tom. And synthesizer birds. My favorite species of bird is the synthesizer bird. That's unimaginable because I've never seen one. Well, you know what? They're colorful like parrots. They've got beaks like toucans and tongues like anteaters. Oh, That's also to... gentle. <laughs> so yeah uh next up we're gonna have our mashup song for you guys alex created this one this week um unfortunately i don't think there's a vis- too much of a visual aspect of this week's yeah unfortunately i used two tracks i didn't have music videos but this is john frusciante 
playing Liverpool off his album Curtains, and it smashed up with an OG Warp Records artist. Speedy J is their name. The track is called Phil Four. It's an outtake from the album Ginger he put out in the Artificial Intelligence series back in the 90s. Phil Three made its way onto the major album. However, this is Phil Four. So we really appreciate everyone that's tuning in. Check it out, y'all. You have any questions or comments? Please let us know. We uh, we will, would love any constructive criticism. Wow. <laughs> nice. That show. is true, though. Yeah, we would love it. Tune in next week to listen to our show and see what we have played out for you guys. Cheers. Cheers.